0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another episode of Downtown Podcast. And I quote, for me it was not just about getting a radio station for a business. I want to leave a legacy for the Black and Caribbean population of Canada. I want to make sure that never again will this large population we have be out of a radio station. If the people are going to be successful, then they must have a voice, end quote. It is with deep, sad regret, I report, most of you who don't already know that the legendary Fitzroy Gordon has left us from this earth on April 30th. It is it's 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 surprising. I was caught very off guard because sometimes when you have certain legends around you that you're able to access or listen to or you know, just support you in different ways, you don't really you don't really think about there being an end date. You you're just enjoying the moment and the present and all that person has to offer and I'm pretty sure that is the story that a lot of people can relate to when it comes to mr Chi, aka mr Fitzroy gordon um those of you that don't know he is the head honcho of g98.7 fm that we know in toronto canada and what a what a blessing what 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 inspiration what motivation this man offered um i can only speak for myself and what i've what I feel that this gentleman has done for me, it's it's very sad and prayers go out to Miss Marvette Gordon and the rest of his family, church families, children, um, just to stay strong as much as possible within this time. Um, after leaving CHIN Radio in 1998, uh, Mr. Gordon, he began a long quest for his broad- broadcasting network to seek license to take over g ninety eight point seven FM. So despite opposition from national media giants, the CRTC gave approval for his license request in 2011 after a decade-long process. Thank you, Mr. G, for those sacrifices. I just alone, I remember around then in 2011, I won't share my age. And just I remember parents and, you know, people whispering about, oh, this radio station is supposed to be good. It's for black. I don't want to say for black people, but for those of Caribbean descent. And I recall tuning into this station and there was no one talking on it for a little bit of time and you just get playlists of like some quality old school reggae. You had some jazz and different things. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm messing with this. I wanna see what this guy's gonna do, you know? And man, man, did Mr. G and his team do what they had to do. And just reading that, this wasn't even just a year, two years three years it was a year-long process that he sacrificed he (laughs) just to have an overstanding of the vision he had for Toronto and not even probably realizing how much it just impacted on a much larger scale Um, I'll share this with you guys it I'm not sure about how much now, but I remember at that age and even younger, around those times, around for me, around the age of like nine, I've always had a passion and a love for music and educating myself about it more specifically hip hop and old school reggae music. And I loved I was starting to bridge into dancehall. And I remember I I wanted to be a DJ so bad like so so bad i mean i was like taking (laughs) i was taking my mom's gospel tape she would have her She would have her George Banton or Shirley Caesar, you know, and those of you who know, you know. And I would take those tapes and I would record over. At that time, I felt like the only station that could give me some good practice in my ear to just hear transitions and how different songs mix, I would record over mixes from DJ scratch (laughs) on flow at that time just to gain inspiration and re-listen to these mixes and be like, yeah, okay, you did that right. I always found such pleasure in knowing what track was coming next. And that was a white guy, you know, solely a bridge to me being able to learn of specs from Kick Turbo and learning his skills and just understanding more of the culture and what plays with what on the radio. And I'm sharing this to say those situations, though they may may seem small, those were continuing to help plant the seeds that have helped me birth my love of music and education of the music industry into what we know is downtown today, you know? And those gentlemen breaking barriers more than they know and, and playing and sharing, because we had no voice, the Caribbean people, we didn't really have a voice at these times and and it was really major to to finally hear something like this and have a connection you know then we move on to the fact that not only was mr gordon um representing for the black caribbean communities he wasn't even born here in canada he was born in saint andrew jamaica and he came here and he started his first show on chin the grapevine i don't know how much of you guys recall and that started in 1991. um it was like some reggae tunes and people would kind of call him started titling him dr love because of like the time and his voice and just different discussions he would between the hours of 3 to 6 a.m. And he could have given up. He could have said, you know what, like, I deserve more. This is taking too long. Or, you know, he had a family. There's lots of other responsibilities and things that he definitely could have redirected his energy to. But something within his vision... Kept telling him to press forward to fight for this fight. And I'm very happy he did because, yes, we had Morning Ride on CIUT and shout outs to 105.5. You know, sometimes you get the rebel vibes and. You got different voices that we know today that you could be able to chip in at certain times on different radio stations luther brown you know natty b carrie mullings um Bigga, byron ellington and it doesn't stop there but just the fact that mr g was able to now get that all on a 24 7 basis in Toronto, which is a country I'm personally gonna say, it. I don't feel like they support black biz- bas- black businesses and black ventures to that degree, and especially in those times. And I'm just, wow, like it just, it meant so much to me. And the fact that from young to middle-aged to older to seniors could all find relation on G98.7. And then I recall starting to hear some familiar voices come on on radio um (laughs) we had specs we had um gem and mark now if you don't understand how much of a staple mark and gem are to the airwaves in toronto then then i don't know where you've been but the fact that mr g also overstood this and had these veterans and these people that have always been our voice but flow was mm, going through whatever chess moves they were going through and they were with iHeartRadio and just however it worked it worked and we got what we needed because Mark and Jem they belonged at G98.7 like those were voices I grew up m- learning and knowing and growing up with and just any tidbits of information I got I learned from them it's not like we had podcasts and all these streaming services like what we had back then it was radio you know and man man mr g like you were just on a whole another scope and level i recall numerous numerous sundays just listening to you speaking and the topics and the conversations and i'd be arguing with the radio trying to call in like no he needs to know this and he needs to know that and not everywhere has that and the fact that i could be listening to that alongside with my mother after after church or Things of that nature. It just he gave me such hope, and I'm not sure for others, but he showed me that things were possible. He forced flow if people didn't understand the place to up their urban market in certain types of way because we needed it to be there, and they weren't playing. Besides DJ Scratch and other maybe radio shows here and there that play one and two songs. You weren't getting interviews from Mr. Vegas and you weren't getting these full soca shows and you weren't getting that on a 24, and then to be educated as well in the jazz department, it is just, it is just, it is so, encouraging to know that there's still individuals out there that overstand the pockets in society and are trying to help us fill and he has left us he's done way more than g98.7 but i'm just focusing on that because that is branched out to so many other things and just seeing how they have grown and the different opportunities that they've given our people and people of caribbean descent that we can't get in other places and yes We need somewhere that nepotism can live because it's living for all these other cultures and their people. And I just want to say thank you again to Mr. G for the inspiration that you've given me as a young black lady growing up, born and raised in Toronto from Caribbean descent and letting me understand that this is more than possible doing and achieving these goals. Doesn't, just because it might take you longer than a period of three months, six months, it took Mr. G 10 years and he was still grinding and going towards reaching certain goals to what we know today. So I really, really, really wanna say thank you and Toronto continue to listen to G 98.7 and showcase and find ways to go to their community events and things like that and um. Unfortunately, there are rumors of certain things, politics going on in terms of ownership of the radio station. But I'm praying that God just covers the situation and it not overshadow what Mr. G really had in mind and intent and, ref- and vision for Toronto and people of Caribbean backgrounds. Then we have John Singleton pass away at age 51 like this is just it's just crazy 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 and for those of you who don't know who john singleton is if you've watched a music video by michael jackson do you remember the time that's john singleton if you've watched movies like boys in the hood poetic justice baby boy higher learning four brothers shaft the 2000 version of uh, <laughs> hustle and flow You know, um, the list goes on. Badass, Beverly Hills Cops 3, Maya Angelou, Um, Illegal Tender, Black Snake Moan. These are all, all just classics of things that John Singleton has just been the visionary and the person to bring forth fruition to all of these things. And I just... I don't know what's going on with 2019. We have Nipsey and you have Tech Nine and Fitzroy Gordon, Mr. G and John Singleton. And I'm starting to predict 2019 is the year of the shift because these are gentlemen that has definitely shifted our worlds and allowed and show, showcased to us. Black people as a whole and just being able to showcase it on a larger scale, a larger stage for us to be able to see us. And that is very important. If I'm just waking up seeing friends every day in a room full of different things and not just educating and knowing more of my background, then you cannot. You can work and you can move forward, but not with purpose. So overstanding, these gentlemen helped overstand purpose. With John Singleton, what I admired about him, okay, first of all, foremost, I'm sorry, but I'm not trying to sum him up to just these roles, but I can only, once again, speak on my experiences. Poetic Justice was huge, huge. First of all, we never would have thought that we would see Tupac Shakur in that I don't want to say sensitive, but for lack of better terms, that sensitive light of just knowing that, okay, the storyline between him and Janet Jackson, and Janet Jackson was humongous at that stage as well, and it was just art like complete art and the thing with john singleton movies which i love yes there were parts and he'd always have controversial controversial scenes that were maybe a bit more difficult to get through but there was purpose behind it and sparked for larger conversations that were well needed you know um boys in the hood wow even though he grew up in john singleton grew up in john um, in South Central LA, my apologies, and he wanted to showcase and convert that onto a cinematic screen. It, it worked for me all the way over here in Toronto, Canada. Like, that's how far the message is spreading, because not only was that happening to black fe- families and black people in neighborhoods in the States, especially in places like South Central L.A. and when you have a movie coming out at such a time in 1991, the crack era and all these things are still at certain heights. It was just so pivotal to even witness at my young age these things on a screen and be like, wow, yeah, I do know that. (laughs) Not that it's funny. I remember, you know, just how even Alicia Keys sang about white rice and honey and playing over needles in the street. Like, that shit is real and hollywood they fought giving us that realness or they only want to show us slavery and there are other aspects to the black culture and just issues that needed to be brought forth but in a way that we could be fed it directly and he did that he did that amazingly and recently just being a a part of projects like um (laughs) being a part of projects like snowfall and i know i remember watching drink Chaps, and he was talking about all the other projects he had lined up and just wanting to do like even his own version of the tupac movie because of his experience actually knowing to it's just wow what a gift to us and i and i just praying for his family rest in peace to you, john singleton and i'm praying for your family's strength for them and for those i believe the funeral service is going to be held on monday private and low-key, so we'll see what comes from that. And I owe oh, my apologies for Fitzroy Gordon. They are holding a service for him, I believe, at the Jamaican-Canadian Os- Association on Wednesday um, at 7 or 7.30 for the public to pay respect and celebrate his life. <sighs> Man, it's sad. Like, as a young person, especially just as an entrepreneur and every day just the com- commitment level I know that I have to give downtown even though some days it's quite hard and there's no one to motivate me but myself and just these imaginary mentors that I've had and just watching how they move, it's just, it, it I'm not gonna lie, you look at it like, wow, is my end result, it's just gonna be death, but you have to, o- you have to understand that you also, what these gentlemen did that maybe other mentors or people haven't done for us is, yes, they departed from Earth, but they've left, left us with legacy, legacy, legacy. And that, my friends, is very, very, very important. Um, I'm interested to know, just if you're a young black person listening to this podcast right now, whether you're in the States, whether you're in Canada, whether you're, in Africa I see you the numbers are going up in Africa thank you guys so much for your support um, send me an email tag me on the Instagram page at downtown world um, the email is at downtown at gmail.com and just share with me maybe some stories of you know we want to give people their roses while they're here and I'd really love to just hear some more stories of how these gentlemen have influenced you to do better or grind more to your hustle or Maybe ideas that you didn't feel you could have, they made you realize, oh, wow, if I can think it, if I can dream it, and I can think it, then it's a possibility. I really love to hear that, to know that it's not just me, because I really feel that connection, even like with Nipsey, and it's just, no, of course I've never met Nipsey, even though that was someone on my list, but just through listening to him on YouTube and just education from OGs about him, I just felt like wow such a connection and he left me with so much to educate myself in terms of books still and different keys that he gave away in different speeches you know so rest in peace again john singleton and and your work and look at that you've planted you've given life to so many Careers, we wouldn't have met so many people if it wasn't for you, Ice Cube included. Ice Cube and LL Cool J are trying to purchase these sports TV channels and who, shall are they getting a warm time? I could say for obvious reasons why they're getting a hard time because money is not the issue right now. So I'll leave that to the imagination. But currently, um, the channels are owned by Disney. Um, but the Justice Department is forcing the company to sell off, to break, to sell them off and to break up their monopoly in the sports TV because currently they're ready to own ESPN. How grand and amazing would it be for legends like Ice Cube and LL Cool J to be behind the wheel of these sports narratives so that maybe certain ways that they paint our athletes, which majority black people are in these fields. um, It'd be interesting and a relief to see what the sports world would look like with more black ownership. And once again, these gentlemen are overstanding the vision and they're carrying out the torch and they're trying to accomplish things. But for whatever reason, America is still fighting us, fighting us to just get what should equally be available to anyone that is able to have the proper, to fit the cr- criteria of what they need. You know, so I'm praying for Ice Cube, LL, and their and spo- their private sponsors behind this. And I don't want to see them do them like Bill Cosby. I want this to be able to come to fruition. So. Let's pray for them because I don't, they're not wasting time with negativity and there's no reports of them backing down. So let's keep on going because I do want to see that happen. It will help to continue this shift. You know, I'm not going to lie, I've never been a fan of Russell Wilson, but I am able to not waste time with negativity. I am able to eat fruit and mind my business. And yes, Russell Wilson, now he's been titled the most highest earning um, NFL player. And he recently gifted his teammates with stock in Amazon. And I quote, I'm gifting you and your family 12,000 worth of Amazon stock to help you achieve your dreams. That is beautiful. And it's beautiful on so many levels because one, I'm happy for him to be able to have that blessing to be able to bless others. Number two, he could have bought them rollies, he could have bought them houses, he could have bought them for, he could have bought, the list goes on. But overstanding what Amazon represents, especially in this world of 2019 and everything that's happening tech-wise and It's major, and I'm happy that Now, this, I've gained such a level of respect for him to know that he has gifted his team with stocks in this. And yes, it's worth $12,000 now, whatever he bought each teammate, but that can grow to be something so much larger and so much more respected for each of those families to carry on throughout time. And that is something that will not depreciate in value. If you're reading the news, if you're seeing what's happening, Amazon is not letting up anytime soon. So this is a great investment. Great, great investment. And I would love to see others just continue to do these things because this is what's going to help us as a people and a collective, as a human race, to just be more educated and stem further in the world. I do love how he shows that it's okay to love your wife, a.k.a. Sierra. Who chow? <laughs> now to move on to the billboards i don't really care about the billboards to be honest so i don't want you listening to this thinking i'm about to go into a deep dive review of what took place at the billboards because that is not what's happening here okay i just want to take out certain snippets and first of all foremost shout out to the six god the boy um drake for winning all of those awards and making history i believe he won 12 awards that night and totaling to about i think it was 23 or 27 um trophies in total and making him the owner of the most billboard awards they don't think i want a grammy they don't think i want a grammy i mean it is what it is we know what billboard represents but still it's Drake, and he's from Toronto, and whether you fuck with him or not, he's busting down doors for us and leading paths that people don't even see Toronto on the map. So thank you, Drake, for that, and congratulations to you. Excited for the new project to come. I'm very excited to see Top Boy come out because I was already a fan of that show, so keep doing you. Keep being an amazing father to Adonis, and yeah. <laughs> um, Taylor Swift, my mayo, my mayo queen. Um, girl, 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 I'm not sure what happened with the team, I'm not sure, I don't want to point too many fingers, you know, there are some times when I do like you, but, come on, the marching band, the pose, the, Well, did you see Homecoming, did you hear anything of it, did you hear about Beychella, I'm not sure, but what I, I'm pretty sure I saw on that stage was what Beyonce did already. And even if you had this plan prior to what Beyonce had released, which I'm highly unsure that you were planning this performance for three years, but um, honey, 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 we do not need a marching band from you, no. At no time, nowhere else in the world, did anyone, not one person say, hey, you know, I loved seeing Beyonce do that Bachella marching band. But you know who I would really love to see do a marching band? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Nope. Ain't nobody said that girl. I don't know what possessed you to do that. And even if it was homage girl, you could have just kept that to yourself because um it was very painful to watch. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Black Twitter has been dragging her to filth so you could go and see that on your own, but dear Lord says dear lord please please you look cute you're having fun in the audience great grand time but girl marching band na na easy on the mail okay (laughs) um among other foolish drama not that this story is worth my time but it's just it's getting annoying with just showing the ridiculous, the ridiculousness of the public. Now, Cardi B is on the red carpet with her boot. They're doing their thing. They're posing, also showing her love. They're loving each other. They're enjoying their moment. And, you know, he lifts up her leg and mm, boom, you know. And I'm pretty sure it was a Photoshop version of the picture because I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen a multitude of different angles of Cardi B over the years, and I've known her to look be looking intact. Okay, and snatched. So, whoever did that, you're whack. Come on, grow up. And yeah, it wasn't like. Why does why does Cardi B? Well, people are arguing to say, oh, blah blah, you've reached a level of startup. You don't need to be creating these videos and going on to show people, and you're lowering yourself. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Okay, she's still Cardi B from the Bronx. Okay, she's still Gangsta Music Volume One and Two. Okay fam so like don't don't stop trying to make cardi b into this polished like star in person because that's not who she is at the moment you know what i mean and that's how we know her not to say it's right or wrong but like stop trying to make her because even then when she's becoming more polished there's lots of people out there starting to be like oh um this isn't the real cardi and she's being faking this make up your fucking minds okay and what i know is that is whack like yo she's fine she's doing her thing she's a young new mother young lady coming up married trying to just accomplish all these roles while being the largest star she can and she's doing a great fucking job just leave her alone let her be let her perform let her do what she needs to do and she's looking fucking bomb while doing it okay whether it's 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 surgery abs or not like this is so stupid like who cares? Who cares when you go to your job and your co-workers are asking you about your clothing? Do you like telling them when you when your co-workers are commenting on you, changing your hairstyle and oh a different lipstick? You, you don't fucking like it deep down inside because I know it's fucking annoying to me. So how do you think Cardi B feels? This is her work, a job. And because she's let us in on certain things, people like to confuse themselves as if it gives them certain, you know, permission to talk about certain things. L- listen, listen. Know yourself and try and put yourself in people's positions, even though they're quote unquote from Hollywood. Now they're still human beings. okay? and that brings me on to this fucking girl, Brittany Taylor. Girl, child, it's 2019. I'm pretty sure um, just to give you guys a bit of um, education prior. Y'all need to eat fruit and mind your business, okay? I don't know, but from what I've learned about Britney Taylor watching her, I love and in hip-hop, she's never been someone that I liked, okay? And just how she moved in different situations, editing or not, I was like, mm-mm, something right with this girl. So when I was scrolling down my timeline, <laughs> just to see um, Britney Taylor pop up with a black guy, sending shots at Remy Ma, c- claiming that this is her that did it. Girl, slow your roll. Slow your roll. And I don't want to be biased in the sense, oh, you're going to stick up for Remy Ma because you love her and you don't fucks with Brittany Taylor. uh, Yeah, but at the same time, too, let's consider some factors. Number one, Remy Ma was performing at a charity event for free for cancer. Okay? In Irving Plaza. I don't know what kind of spirits are up in there. But anyways, number two. The fact that since Remy Ma has been out of jail, she has been on probation. Not one slip up, not one bump in the road. She's been, um, respecting the times, respecting the. Hasn't failed one test. Um, sh- number three, Remy Ma just had a beautiful, beautiful baby girl with her long-standing husband Papoose, and. All of these factors I could go on I don't see Remy Ma risking her freedom to fucking punch or deal with this stupid ass Brittany Taylor and even if she did do it I don't see her doing it for just idiotic reasons you know what I mean and I'm really disappointed in Brittany Taylor because it feels a very very clout like to me very very clout like and it's like what do you want this like after the aftermath of this like why is clout chasing becoming so like stop respecting that shit as a public we need to stop giving light and respecting that that shit it's very dangerous like this is remy's life bro she's on probation her probation's up in like august or september i believe like yo these are people's real families bro when Even with this Offset stuff and this guy is like trying to sue him or whatever the case is about him smashing his phone. Son, if I'm at the grocery store and I don't know you, whoever the fuck I am and you're up in my face talking about, oh, what's up, Offset? Like, fam, I'm at the grocery store. Like, why are you now risking my freedom because you were doing something that you shouldn't have been doing? in the first place it's not normal it's not regular bunch of weirdo shit going on like like people need to stop and understand like Brittany taylor like come on what is what is going on you're luring up here all of this and that yo i'm praying the best for you girl because this this ain't it this ain't it you're trying to you i remember even when you would get into it with um let's noodle soup we're just gonna call it chicken noodle soup for now and bianca on love and hip-hop and you're doing the fucking most oh she copied this and that girl you are a hot fucking mess like eat continue to eat fruit get your skin your your weave all of that together leave remy ma and her beautiful family alone because now you're risking her freedom with probation and i'm just praying that she doesn't get any more um Jail time jail additional jail time. But shout outs to Remy Mod. She's been handling the situation with the utmost grace. Even that video which I found was so intrusive of her walking out of the courts. But I guess, you know, people do that. And um it just showed her just treading along as she should. And eating fruit, mind your business, bro. Because these people out here, who boy, they cannot wait. They cannot wait to See your downfall with nothing else to offer us, but they just want to see you fall. (laughs) Um, The world is crazy right now, and I just, I want, you know, this episode is not as, I guess you couldn't deep it as fun, and it's a bit sad because we've lost so many people, and it's heavy. But you know what sometimes we need to hear these things because it's heavy times as well and it's hard. It's it's really hard in this world and when you have these corporations just trying to run you and to control you without you even realizing or understanding or seeing how these people are trying to control you. It's it's hard. It's hard and it's but stay strong and continue to educate yourself and be be the best person that you can be, you know, Instagram recently implemented. I don't think it's taking place in the States as yet. But here in Toronto or in Canada, Instagram has taken away um, likes. They want to see basically how people react without seeing their likes and the amount of views and these algorithm changes. And I, I notice a bit of change in myself. Like, oh, I don't see in the numbers. I don't really care that much because I know how much people buy and funny the shit, but I'm just like, why Why are you doing this? What is it leading to? And then when reports are coming out that Facebook is taking down Louis Farrakhan and Infowars and all these things down from their sh- all their platforms, what is, why? Deeming these people as dangerous. Why, where, what, and who? Like, ask questions, people. Educate yourself. What you choose to do with information is completely up to you. But educate yourself because these people aren't just, as said before, these streaming services, not streaming services, these um, social media platforms are free for a reason. They wouldn't just give us accessibility to all of these things without a reason. And it's not just so that we can have fun and do twerking videos and all this foolishness. No, no. So you need to educate, continue to educate yourself and understand and try not to overshare or whatever the case is you know i live your life eat your fruit mind your business you know what you're doing but i'm just i'm educating myself and i'm and i'm noticing what's happening in the world and i just want everyone to continue to just tread carefully and overstand um i once again legends that have left us recently mr g and john singleton and nipsey hustle these are all three different gentlemen different areas of the world, just showing you that, hey, be educated and, and what you choose to do with the information is up to you. We always will have things that play against us, LL, kuji Ice Cube. We always have things that play against us, Remy Ma. Um, but we need to understand that it's a greater fight. And just understanding the role you play where you fall within that and moving forward. I love you all and I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you everyone. Thank you everyone genuinely for your support with the merch and just supporting me as a young black girl trying to cultivate something and showing people that toronto and females we have a voice and we're educated and we know what's happening so really thank you thank you thank you everyone so much for your support continue to eat fruit and mind your business and feel free to tag me you eating your fruit and that skin glowing and it's it's only beneficial for you um continue to support us at shopdowntown.bigcartel.com and if you have any questions, comments, or you just want to share, feel free to email me at downtownworld at gmail.com. I'm thanking you again and have a wonderful, wonderful week. To go downtown downtown Hey! Yeah. Downtown You're about to go downtown town